The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Some Pharisees came and said to Jesus, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go and tell that fox for me. Listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. See, your house is left to you, and I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Our readings today speak of lament, promise, trust, and hope. Abram is in deep lament. He remains childless, although God told him if he followed God that his descendants would be multitudes. But Abram uprooted his wife and his household, and he followed this elusive God for years. And now he is very old, and his wife is well past childbearing age. He's missed his chance, missed his chance to have his name carried on, missed his chance to live forever in his descendants. And now when he dies, he will turn to ashes and dust and no one will remember his name. Lament is more than disappointment. It's deep, wrenching hurt, heart-wrenching grief. To lament is to be overcome with sorrow, frustration, anger, and betrayal, to be heart-sick and to cry out to God. Abram is in deep lament. But God shows him the stars and says, your descendants are going to be as many as these stars, so count them if you can. God promises to give this land to Abram. And somehow, Abram believes that God will do this impossible thing. That trust lies at the bottom of Abram's lament. And that very night, God makes a solemn covenant with Abram to bring about the promise. 
Abraham trusts God, that is Abram's hope. For one who believes, the journey through lament comes to hope. In today's gospel, Jesus is lamenting over Jerusalem. Jerusalem, which in antiquity was considered the center of the world where God resided, the holiest place. And in just a few chapters before his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, Jesus will weep over the city again. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. Jesus' lament hits our, hits our ears like a broken heart. How many times did I long to gather you dear ones together under my protection, but you wouldn't come to me? Unrequited love. Lament is something that we can all relate to. Uh, many of us have had, probably all of us, have had deep reasons for lament in our lives before now. But there's so much that we are lamenting right now and over the past two years. We've been hit over and over with deep, heart-wrenching grief. We are from time to time overcome with sorrow, frustration, anger. We've been heartsick and we have cried out to God. This is lament. We saw it and felt it when the numbers skyrocketed of COVID deaths in 2020 and 2021. We saw it and felt it uh, in the toll that the lockdowns took on so many people, especially the folks who are marginalized and living on the edges of our economy. We saw it and felt it in the seemingly never-ending stream of black people's deaths people who died primarily because they were black. And we see it in the outpouring of the world over the unprovoked attack on the people of Ukraine. This morning, Jesus laments that the people of the holiest city would not recognize him and God's love for them in him. Jesus, the human expression of God among us, laments. And so to know that our God laments with us is to me a great blessing, a great comfort. 
Lament gives voice and expression to that which would break our hearts if we didn't let it out. Lament comes from deep love and from a longing for justice. And although it's terribly uncomfortable, at the bottom of it for one who believes is hope because precisely it springs from love, which is God. Abram, through his lament, found a way to trust that God was reliable and would keep the promise, and it was so. Jesus, through his lament, believes God's promise and the first part of our gospel today tells us what that promise, what that good news is. When some Pharisees come to warn Jesus that Herod's out to get him, Jesus tells them that there is no power on earth, there is no one who can stop the will and intention of God to bring about salvation and wholeness for all. God's love will inevitably unfold and bring abundant life. That is a given. God is reliable and will keep the promise. Jesus trusted this. And so at the bottom of his lament lay the hope that would carry him through the pain. March is International Women's Month. Last week was International Women's Day. And so it is an interesting thing to me that Jesus presents a view of God as a fiercely loving mother hen, right? <laughs> Have any of you ever raised chickens besides me? <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you, people have raised chickens. This is, ah, this is good. So then you know, and those of you who don't, I can tell you that chickens are super vulnerable. And the reason is because Almost anything can kill a chicken. And almost everybody loves the taste of chicken, including dogs, cats, foxes, bears, coyotes, raccoons, possums, eagles, hawks, even skunks can kill and eat a chicken given the chance. Seeing our God as both vulnerable an aching for love of us, lamenting over our distance from God, is quite a different view of God than we usually hold. Yes? Yeah. It's quite a different view of power than we usually hold. God the mother hen, God the vulnerable chicken, who loves us to death, literally. Think 
for a moment about real power as vulnerable, aching love. That is what God thinks power is. That is our God. Vulnerable, aching love who will give itself its own life for the object beloved. That is our God, that is our example, and that is our call, that kind of power. Jesus made a solemn covenant to bring about God's desire to be one with us. This promise was sealed with the bread and the wine that he gave as his body and blood, which he then gave on the cross. Do we believe, like Abram, that God will do this impossible thing? Will bring about justice and mercy and equality and love for everyone? If we do, that trust lies at the bottom of our lament, where it finds hope, which is the knowledge that no one and nothing can stop the coming of the reign of God. And thanks be to God for that.